This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. Kitabun anzalnahu ilayka mubarakun liyaddabbaru ayatihi wa liyatadhakkara ulul albab. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My brothers and sisters, everyone loves their reputation. I have a reputation. Wow, we'd like it to be good. MashaAllah. Everyone wants to have a brilliant reputation. And so sometimes what happens is people accuse us of things that are damaging to our reputation. And that's not a nice thing. Allah Almighty warns us not to falsely accuse others. And Allah Almighty warns us to solve matters in a way that does not mess the reputation of those who perhaps are good people and they may have made a mistake. But sometimes when a crime is committed, you cannot hold back claiming that I'm going to protect this person's reputation because the question is, what reputation? So we ask Allah to grant us dignity and respect. We ask Allah to protect our reputation. And at the same time, we will assist to protect the reputations of others, especially where they are unfairly or unjustly accused. We have a surah, Surah Nur. Surah Nur, named after the light, beautiful light, the light that grants clarity, obviously the light of Allah. Allah is described as light. So it's a beautiful light mentioned in this beautiful surah, but at the same time, it starts off with mention of adultery and the punishment for it. And then a crime that is even worse is to accuse others of having affairs when they haven't, to accuse others of committing adultery when they haven't. You may have seen someone talking. You may have seen people having a meal together. You may have seen them doing something, but you cannot conclude that the two are having an affair. You cannot conclude that the two have committed adultery. And if you were to make that accusation, then Allah Almighty says that is one of the worst things you could ever do. It's worse than the adultery itself. To accuse someone unjustly, without witness, without proper evidence, Allah Almighty warns us and says that the punishment of it is tasted in this world and in the next. So if we look at Surah An-Nur, Allah Almighty says, those who accuse the chaste women, chaste women, وَالَّذِينَ يَرْمُونَ الْمُحْصَنَاتِ Verse number four of Surah An-Nur, those who accuse the chaste women and do not present evidence of that accusation of adultery or fornication, they should be punished. They should be punished severely. That's what Allah Almighty says. So, Islamically, if a person were to accuse someone else, they should bring evidence. If they don't, they would have been punished. May Allah Almighty protect us. This shows us how important it is to protect our tongues from uttering words that are unacceptable. You will never be able to connect with Allah if you have accused his worshippers of things they're not guilty of. Even if it's not adultery and fornication, this is probably one of the worst examples, but it's given in the Quran, which means one of the worst things that could have happened. But at the same time, if it is anything else, it is still a false accusation. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, was lying down 
when he was mentioning some of the major sins and then he got up and his face changed color and he says, you know, these false statements, false accusations and false witness, these are major, major sins in Islam. So we ask Allah Almighty to protect us. Similarly, when it comes to immorality, Surah An-Nur that mentions the light makes mention of the moral values of a Muslim, how we should carry ourselves. Carry yourself in a way that is very respectful to the opposite sex, extremely respectful. And don't judge them based on their shape or their complexion or their body parts and so on. As Muslimin, we should offer respect to everyone no matter who they are, what size they are, what race they come, who they are, and so on. We should offer respect to everyone and give them a chance. Subhanallah. Sometimes people tend to incline towards those who perhaps are of a certain or a certain specification to word it that way. However, Allah Almighty warns us and he says, carry yourself in such a respectful way that you do not make people uncomfortable, that you do not judge them unfairly, something not in their hands. The color of your eyes, for example. A lot of these things are not in your hands and we should not become enslaved by that. So in order to protect us, Allah Almighty teaches us these values, very, very lofty values, and tells us if you're a believer, you will be bothered about the way you manage your eyes, subhanallah. If you're a believer, you will be bothered about the way you manage your tongue, the way you manage your eyes. All of this is part of the gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for us. So Allah Almighty also speaks about spreading tales. Spreading tales means the tales of immorality. Allah Almighty tells us do not spread tales of immorality and do not spread immorality among the believers. Those who love to spread immorality, be it the acts, the acts themselves or stories of immorality. Allah says, for them is a severe punishment in this world and the next. You're not supposed to do that. So you don't go around telling people stories of how uh, some immoral things occurred. Allah says among the believers, you keep it clean. You make sure your words are clean, your stories are clean, everything is clean because you don't want the, the values to drop. You don't want the level of morality to drop. That's what the Quran says. So protect society from that by not spreading tales or that are dirty or stories that are immoral. Allah says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يُحِبُّونَ أَن تَشِيعَ الْفَاحِشَةُ فِي الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ Allah Almighty in verse number 19 of Surah An-Nur says, those who love to spread immorality among the believers or the tales of immorality among the believers for them will be a severe punishment in this world and the next. They will taste the after effect of that. May Allah Almighty Grant us all protection. And Allah says in verse number 24, on the day of judgment, something will happen that will shock the people. The shock will be that your hands, your tongues, your legs, your feet, your eyes, your organs 
will bear witness against you on that day. And Allah Almighty here singles out those who have been accusing others and those who have spread dirt and immorality among people. Allah says on that day, their tongues, their hands, their feet or legs will bear witness against them regarding what they used to do. Imagine your hand speak out against you. Imagine your body parts speak out against you and bear witness that no, you did do this. I know. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. It's something that's not easy. And this is why Allah Almighty warns us about it. Lead your life in a way that you repent to Allah and you change your ways. You repent to Allah and you change your ways for the better. And Allah will grant us ease. Then Allah Almighty speaks about lowering the gaze. Didn't I say managing your eyes? Well, you manage your eyes by lowering your gaze. When it comes to looking at that which may entice you, which may, for example, uh, affect you negatively, Allah Almighty says, keep your peace lower your gaze. Lowering your gaze, you maintain the peace. You appreciate what you have rather than desiring what's never going to be yours. May Allah Almighty grant us goodness. So if you look at verse number 31, 30 and 31 of Surah An-Nur, Allah starts off by addressing the males and tells them to lower their gazes. Tell the believing males to lower their gazes and to protect their private parts. Then Allah says, and tell the believing females to lower their gazes and protect their private parts. This is the level of morality that Allah has asked us as believers to be upon. So you look at something you're not supposed to be looking at, lower your gaze, thank Allah, keep moving, respect the people, no matter who they are. May Allah Almighty grant us goodness, protect us all from harm and evil, help us reconnect with Him. If we were to maintain a high level of morality, we will definitely be able to connect with Allah and He will solve a lot of our problems. In fact, these problems will be prevented from occurring in the first place by the will of Allah. May Allah grant us ease. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad. Kitabun anzalnahu ilayka mubarakun liyaddabbaru ayatihi wa liyatadhakkara ulul albab.